Hi guys, this is FJ back once again with a short episode of my podcast. Right, so today's podcast is basically um on this uh you know, this latest uh stunt, political stunt, uh, that's what I'm going to call it. Um that Mr. Erdogan, um the president of Turkey, um he initiated this political stunt uh, with the Hagia Sophia the church which was then turned into a mosque and then turned into a museum and now it has been once again um turned into a mosque so um first of all um i i will just make it absolutely clear that i categorically condemn this um this fascist move um islamists and jihadists all over the world they are cheering this move as um as a conquest of islam as a as a victory of islam so to say and uh, they're they're basically cheering uh, mr erdogan they're they're cheering um the move itself and um which is obviously something that should not surprise any of us um but at the same time um these people obviously they are delusional um, you know islamists they are highly delusional people uh, generally speaking um they think that this is some kind of uh, you know this is some kind of favor done to or or let's say this is some kind of service that mr erdogan has done to um the religion of islam or to the muslim community in general um it is quite the opposite but i'm going to talk about that little bit later on um first i just want to say that <clears throat> while i categorically condemn this um this whole political stunt i want to clarify why i am calling this a political stunt you see mr erdogan he is not really <clears throat> he's not really an original islamist himself i mean that's something that you have to understand about him um mr erdogan he is he is he's the kind of person who knows um that uh, to to have a strong vote bank or let's say to um to appease the islamist street right um because there are so many islamists out there who reject democracy and who who do not take part in democratic uh, um system itself right but doing something like this um this this political stunt will obviously attract those islamists who who might have been sitting on the edges and uh, but now they're going to say that oh look mr erdogan did this for us you know he he did this service for islam and maybe he's not that bad and maybe you know uh we should we should go and support him we should um you know he he deserves our support that's that's the idea that many islamists on the streets of turkey um they are echoing this uh this uh, this idea 
that Mr. Erdogan, he has delivered some kind of victory um, at the doorstep of Islam, right? So I call this a political stunt because uh, Mr. Erdogan, he is, like I said, he's not an original Islamist, but he knows the value of Islamist politic, uh, politics in, in, in a country like Turkey. Um, or let's say he knows the value of Islamist politics in um, in general in the Muslim world, right? So um, it's obviously it's not just Turkish Islamists who are praising him. We've got Islamists in 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 Pakistan, in in in, in Afghanistan, um, in India, um, in in Bangladesh. Um, basically all over the world there is a huge portion a huge segment of islamists um, that is praising that is cheering on this uh, this move right um, and of course one could argue that this is very hypocritical of them because you know these are the same people who then go on to um, talk in great lengths about Alexa or the Barbary mosque issue in in India um, but I'm not going to talk about them um, or let's say I'm not going to talk about this particular hypocrisy right uh, because we all know about that and it's not something that you know that deserves a lot of uh, attention from me in particular uh, but the thing with Mr. Erdogan is that First of all, he and his party, basically AKP, um, it is facing uh, some of the lowest ratings in Turkey. Um, the city where Hagia Sophia is based, Istanbul, uh, that is uh, ruled by his rivals. Um, also, after COVID-19, um, Turkish economy has faced um, a downfall, you can say. It's, 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 it, it has been hammered. And uh, Mr. Erdogan um, has been facing a lot of domestic criticism, basically. Um, he has also completely alienated secular Turks who absolutely hate him. Um, and uh, you have to remember that most Turks are basically secular nationalists. They are not Islamists, right? So, so he has alienated uh, a large portion of, uh, of of the public in Turkey. So, in order to gain some support, what he has decided to do is that. He has decided that he's going to woo or he's going to attract, right? He's going to attract um, these Islamists who, who might not have voted for him in the past and who might have been sitting on the edges of the democracy, of the democratic system in Turkey. And but they also have very strong islamist beliefs and and so when they're going to see something like this happening and they're, when they're going to see uh someone like mr erdogan who is a statesman who is a leader of turkey and he at the same time needs more 
vote bank because like i said he has alienated um the secular turkish population right so you gotta have more voters you gotta you gotta have more supporters in your camp and how do you do it you bring in those people who've been so far sitting on the sidelines not necessarily taking part in the democratic process right so they are the ones who are going to get attracted by this and he will probably benefit to some extent uh, politically by this stunt that he pulled off you also have to remember that this is something that he had been talking about for a long time i mean this is not something new right this this did not happen overnight in fact i knew um since past week that you know something like this is in the process it is in the works and you know something like this will probably happen in the coming days what i didn't know was that it's gonna happen so soon right but if if you really look at it this is perfect timing politically speaking um this is perfect timing right and like i said this is no more than a political stunt for him uh he basically very um you can say cleverly uh played his card his higher sophia card and he has managed to not only woo the Turkish Islamist population, but he has also managed to woo the overall global Islamist street, whether it's you know a country like Afghanistan or whether it's a country like Pakistan. You know, Pakistan has um, great relations with Turkey, and and Pakistani Islamists. If you if you go out there and if you ask um, any Pakistani Islamist that who is your favorite political um, leader in the whole Muslim world he's probably gonna name like two to three names he's he's probably going to name Mr. Imran Khan who is the Prime Minister of Pakistan or he, they might also name uh, Mahathir Mohammed who is no longer the the leader of Malaysia um, but they will definitely most definitely name uh, President Erdogan um, and uh, that's just a fact you know I mean there are tons of if, if you just look at social media um, on Twitter on Facebook even on Instagram um, you've got these Pakistan Islamists you know praising Mr. Erdogan and cheering him on, you know, and calling it an Islamic conquest of a kind. And so, of course, you know, uh, they, they are supporting, uh, you know, this, uh, uh, this highly condemnable move, which, by the way, has also been condemned by UNESCO now, because I don't know how many people know this, but it is a World Heritage Site the Hagia Sophia, it is a World Heritage Site and you cannot just go on and convert a World Heritage Site into a, you know, into a mosque just out of the blue without having any kind of discussion, without having any kind of consensus on it. 
uh, of course it has also hurt the sentiments of Christians um, you've got Russian Orthodox Church you know uh, giving a statement on this and calling it unacceptable um, that's some harsh criticism also although mr. Putin you know being as pragmatic as he is uh, mr. Putin has basically um, through his I think one of his officials um, he has called it um, Turkey's internal matter right because mr. Putin himself is not exactly um, a practicing Christian obviously we all know that <laughs> and uh, so mr. Putin you know he, he he's, he's a very pragmatic re uh, leader so this was expected from him but you know the the church the church in Russia and and you know um, globally Christians their sentiments have been hurt by this um, so basically um, you know this political stunt of mr. Erdogan it has some domestic value um, but if you know all these these Islamists you know globally I mean you've got people in India celebrating it so all these Islamists who are basically you know praising and you know ch cheering on this uh, political stunt of Mr. Erdogan they probably do not realize you know um, and of course they are probably not even educated enough to realize that uh, this while, while this has political value some political value for Mr. Erdogan himself um, and this was part of his petty politics uh, but largely in the bigger picture if you look at the bigger picture um, this will have very negative consequences for Muslims generally speaking um, so as as you all know that um, I work on counterterrorism I work on counter extremism and uh, while my work through my organization is basically focused on jihadist terrorism and Islamist extremism right but on the side i've been it, it has been around you know around one year now that i've been you know tracking these new nazi groups these western new nazi groups and i've been tracking them um and it like i said it has been around one year now um so after this news broke out I, you know, I, I went out and, you know, I, I, I logged into, you know, some of these groups and channels that I'm part of. Um, and I was just checking out, you know, because I wanted to know uh, what these new Nazis are saying, right? So I was horrified. I was absolutely horrified to see that um, there is, you know, the discussion in these new Nazi groups, um, it is, it is terrifying. Um, they've been calling on, uh, you know, carrying out uh, attacks like the one that we saw in in, in Norway recently. The the, the attack uh, that was live streamed, uh, the attack on the mosque in Norway. Um, they've been calling on, you know, on whoever might listen to to carry out these attacks and you know protect quote-unquote Christianity and um, to protect quote-unquote uh, Christian heritage right um, and so um, 
I am afraid that this is something that's not going to be good for Muslims globally. Um, you know, on, on one hand, we've got, a, you know, this, this uh, significant threat from um, new Nazi groups in the West. Um, and then on the other hand, even apart from that, um, the, the sentiment against Muslims generally in non-Muslim countries it will just increase the hatred against Muslims, it will increase the anti-Muslim bigotry, it will simply increase um, and uh, I hope that Western, uh, you know, Western law enforcement agencies, they are, you know, vigilant and, and I do know, I do trust them to be vigilant, um, but, uh, you know, uh, these Islamic centers, these, these mosques in the West, um, they you know this is probably a good time to increase their security you know because uh, like i said um, i i was terrified to see what these new nazis are talking about in in these you know groups and channels um on on various apps like telegram hoop messenger and so on so um like i said um i'm afraid that this will have very negative consequences for Muslims um, and um, uh, while I avoid using the term Islamophobia as everybody knows that um, I, I prefer to use the term anti-Muslim bigotry so there will be a significant increase in anti-Muslim bigotry just because Mr. Erdogan thought that it was a good idea to use you know such a sensitive issue for his own uh, domestic petty politics um, and these brainless Islamists you know in, in, in third world countries they're they're basically celebrating this they they have no idea that how this will come back to haunt Muslims especially in uh, non-muslim majority countries so for example uh, in India um, you know before this happened in India um, I've been hearing since last couple of years, you know, several um, far-right Hindutva figures, uh, they've been, uh, you know, giving this argument that because since Saudis, um, since Saudis, you know, they demolish Islamic heritage sites, um, they have also demolished some mosques, apparently, um, uh, you know, in, in Mecca and Medina, and so since they can do that so can we this is what they've been arguing right um these these far-right hindutva folks in india um now that argument did not pick up a lot of traction i would say because um you see the the thing with saudi arabia is that it's a closed society right so even if Saudi Arabia bulldozes a mosque or let's say if they even bulldoze an Islamic heritage site, right? It really does not, uh, you know, uh, make it to the mainstream news. Uh, definitely not in the Muslim world because, you know, there's a lot of Saudi influence in the Muslim world. So it, it does not make it, uh, you know, to the Muslim world. And well, sometimes it does make it to the Western press, but 
you know how it is like western press is is, is already kind of ignored largely ignored in the muslim world and so if something that does not appear in the local uh, mainstream media in any muslim majority country it it kind of gets ignored right so so that was the problem with that argument because when they were using that argument it was not selling very well right because many people out there they have simply not heard about these incidents in saudi arabia um you know incidents related to um some mosques and some islamic heritage sites being bulldozed to you know make new things but now that this has happened in turkey now we've got videos we've got images coming out of turkey from istanbul you know people have been um, you know these these islamists in istanbul they've been um, giving the islamic uh, call of prayer from hagia sophia and um, you know they've been chanting allahu akbar uh, you know which is already like it's already a chant that is kind of seen as like it is associated with terrorists you know in in uh, like among a large portion of non-muslims this chant of allah akbar it is already associated with terrorism or jihad or whatever right i'm not saying that that's an accurate belief right i'm not saying that i'm not saying that it is an accurate belief but you know um this is a fact that many non-muslims due to probably their own ignorance about islam they associate this particular chant of allah akbar with uh, with with terrorism and with jihad right um even though it has nothing to do with that right uh so similarly uh you know now now we've got these images and these videos you know coming out and um coming out from uh, coming out of from uh, from Istanbul and um you've got these islamists you know who've been chanting allahu akbar and you know there's the islamic prayer uh, call of prayer and uh, so all of these videos and all of these uh, you know images that are coming out uh they're basically going to act as an you can say as as ammo right uh ammo in the arsenal of of the far right and not just the far right in the west but the far right pretty much everywhere right like you take india you take a place like sri lanka you take a place like myanmar you take a place like you know greece or hungary right like there are so many places where the far right is actually rising and uh, so i'm afraid that this is going to act as ammo for the arsenal of of the far right globally um and like i said it's it's not going to have very good um you know repercussions for muslims generally speaking um so anyone out there who is who is basically celebrating this just keep this in mind that for mr erdogan this is just his petty politics but for muslims around the world including turkish muslims by the way it's probably going to be a lot bigger than that it it, it will have a lot you know bigger and far reaching consequences you know for 
for Muslims generally. Um, that's all I'm going to say. And once again, I condemn this whole thing. Uh, you know, I think this was um, politically speaking. You know, like politically, I I I I get it why he did that, but he should not have done that. I mean, it's he could have done anything else, literally anything else. Um, but by doing this, he has not only maligned, um, completely bulldozed the the image of Turkey, uh, whatever image that was left, by the way, because he has been, you know, maligning the 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 positive image of Turkey, the soft image of Turkey globally, ever since he came to power, right? Um, but I think this was probably one of the last few nails in the coffin of that image. Um, and there's not much left to do, you know, like that image is just pretty much over at this point. So, and it's really sad because, you know, my Turkish friends, most of them, they are secular Turks and they are horrified by this. They are absolutely horrified by this. So, again, it, this is condemnable. It's also sad at the same time. But right now, I am not worried about anything more than the consequences that this will have on Muslims in general globally. That's one thing that I am more concerned about now. Because what, you know, what he did, he did that, you know, what's done is done. Um, and sure, the, the feelings, the sentiments of Christians, they have been hurt. I, I, I sympathize with them. But at this point, I am more concerned about um, human lives, to be honest. I'm just going to put it out there. I, I'm more concerned about human lives. I am afraid that this will have very negative consequences for Muslims in the future. Um, and that's not a good thing. Uh, so... Anyway, guys, this is it for today. Um, like I said in you know in one of my recent podcasts that um, I'm gonna try to do you know uh, my future podcasts are going to be uh, probably if not all of them then most of them they are going to be um, in English. So I'm gonna avoid doing uh, you know um, my podcasts in Urdu as much as I can at least. Right. So. Um, so yeah this is it um i'm gonna be back very soon uh, to be honest today i did not plan any podcast it was not my you know it was not like part of my schedule but um this thing happened and you know i i just had to discuss this you know uh especially this thing related to new nazi groups that i've been tracking so that's the only reason i i did this podcast today otherwise it was not part of my schedule i was actually kind of tired today I, I was in no mood to do a podcast to be honest um but anyway guys um i'll be back very soon take care of yourself um take care of your loved ones um this is me fj um signing out bye bye